As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to Finding You in the Goo with your host, Ken Bechtel. Get ready for a fun-filled hour of exploration into how you can leverage the power of amusement to reconnect with your truth and break free from life's limitations. Ken and his guests will empower you to choose life instead of strife, to choose joy instead of, oh boy, and to choose laughter instead of disaster. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take your life back. Now, here's your host, Ken Bechtel. And good morning. Well, afternoon or evening, if you're listening to the podcast, this is Finding You in the Goo radio program. Uh, we are going to explore the power of amusement in your transformation from the life you're living to the life you desire. My name is Ken Bechtel. I'm your host here on the show, and thank you for joining me. I want to congratulate our winners from last week's drawing. I had a special drawing for a free discovery session with me, and thanks to all of you who entered. Unfortunately, everyone can't win. That's why it's a drawing. Uh, but uh, I did get kind of caught up in the whole excitement and joy of, of giving and, and ended up actually awarding three prizes instead of two. So congratulations to Russ, to Megan, and to Robin. Uh, Russ, I've already connected with you, and Megan and Robin, we're going to be talking this week, so I'm very excited about that. And my guest this week is Heather Dominic, and she is the founder of the Energy Rich Success System for Entrepreneurs. She also happens to be my business mentor. And since this today is actually National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day, I bet you didn't know that, uh, it's a perfect day to have Heather join us. Now, before we bring Heather on, I, I want to read you a quick poem, and it's one that I'm sure many of you have heard before. Um, it's one I actually read every day as I start my day, and it's a poem by Marianne Williamson from her book, A Return to Love. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It's our light not our darkness that most frightens us. 
we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Who am I to be gorgeous? Who am I to be talented? Who am I to be fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be fabulous? You're a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so others won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine just as children do. We're born to manifest the glory of God that's within us. It's in all of us. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. It's not just in some of us. It's in all of us. It's in you. It's in me. Serve the world. Be your best. This is, for me, a very powerful poem. And I was uh, first introduced to it probably 15, 16 years ago. And I have to tell you, when I first heard uh, what ended up being my favorite passage in this poem, and it's the part where it says, You're playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so other people won't feel insecure around you. That blew me away. It just about knocked me over because I was absolutely stunned to read those words. I knew I'd been playing small for years for exactly that reason. I was aware of that insecurity people would feel around me when I stood in my greatness, and so I consciously diminished myself to avoid that response. But I would just floor it. I was like, how does anybody else know I'm doing this? And then I realized I was obviously not alone. There were many, many people out there doing the same and playing small. Well, I have to tell you, the woman that we have with us this morning, Heather Dominic, is uh, she's an amazing woman. She's, she's developed a, a, a system for helping folks like me and you get over that fear of your own greatness. And it's one of the key reasons I chose her to be one of my guides in my business and life development. And so we've selected the topic of being considerably huge for our speak conversation today. And Heather, are you on the line there? I'm here. I'm here. What a beautiful start to this radio program, Ken. I am just blown away. I am I'm I'm so moved and I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, that that poem does it to me every time and like I said, I read it every single morning just to remind myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was introduced to that probably about the same time that you were, about 15 or 16 years ago, and had probably the exact same reaction that you did. Like, wait a minute, it's possible that I would actually be of service to others if I allow my light to shine? That was revolutionary to me, mm-hmm. um, but has absolutely been a guiding light since I first connected with those words. Yeah, it, it, it blew me away, and I honestly was first introduced to it uh, as it was a part of Nelson Mandela's inauguration speech, and I, I was just like, I didn't care who said it. <laughs> I was just, I was amazed, mm-hmm. and, and I know uh, 
you know, you've had your own path of, of finding how you could embrace that greatness within you. And, and I'm wondering if you might share that with our listeners a little bit so they can get an understanding of where you came from to get to where you are today. Sure, sure. Absolutely. I would be happy to. Um, so let's see. Let's start the story. <laughs> um, I would say that my path to stepping into being considerably huge um, really began back when I was a teenager. So I, I lost my mother um, to a very sudden bicycle accident when I was 14 years old. So, you know, one day my, my mom was with me, and two weeks later she was not. And as I'm sure those who are listening can imagine, that was a defining moment in my life. And there's many different directions that I could have gone and that that, that loss could have taken me. One of the places that it did take me was um, to connect into a spiritual path very early on. And I was really fortunate because my, my father was the guide um, to connecting in with that path. Now, because I did make that connection at an early age, in no way means that the road was smooth. And I think that's important to say because I sometimes uh, tap into the understanding that it seems to be a myth out there, that if you're, you're choosing to live a spiritual path, that your, your path should be smooth. And my experience has shown me that actually if you're choosing to live a spiritual path, be prepared for a bit more of a bumpy ride. <laughs> Amen to that, sister. <laughs> um, because you have chosen to be on uh, a path of growth and really understanding who you are and being willing to continuously step into that greatest and highest version of yourself. So that path um, took me uh, on the road to my first career, which was as a high school drama teacher. And I absolutely uh, loved that work, and I loved my students, and was really successful at producing some in- incredible uh, work with these young people. What my students produced just blew people away. I'm like, how in the world did you get teen- teenagers to do this? And <laughs> I couldn't necessarily articulate it at the time, but a lot of it was because I understood that I was my intention was to teach them more than drama and theater, but was really to teach them how to be the best human beings that they could be. And interestingly enough, of course, as, uh, well, maybe not of course to everyone, but I'll share that as I was serving as their teacher, there was so much that was happening in terms of my own learning. And I was really struggling um, with a lot of my own growth, and and really at that time, I was faced with what I now call the three O's. Um, What was coming out of producing this incredible work with my students was that I was overwhelmed, I was overworked, and at that time in my life, I was also 25 pounds overweight, and um, I couldn't maintain a romantic relationship to save my life. And even though I was working at the second-highest-paying school district in New York State, I was also broke. So there was obviously a mismatch between what I was producing on the outside and showing people on the outside through my work and what I was dealing with and struggling with on the inside. And 
through that struggle, I came to understand that though I loved my work with my students, that this was not my final uh, resting place in terms of a career, if you will. I, I knew that there was something else that was waiting for me, and I wasn't quite sure what that was. Uh, but I really took a leap of faith, and I, I chose the path of being self-employed and started my first business as a nutrition and wellness coach. And I dove right into that work um, as I, I tend to dive into to all things that I do but and was really um, fortunate and really able to build that first business up to full capacity within nine months' time. However, I brought all of my inner struggle with me. So once again, here I was producing outwardly some great work and really had a full client practice, um, was really making a difference in the lives of my clients, and still found myself overwhelmed, overworked. I was no longer 25 pounds overweight, but I also was making the same exact salary that I had made as a high school teacher, which really isn't that much. So I really had to um, face some a major, you know, misalignment that was happening in my life. And it really brought me to what I, I now call a down-on-my-knees moment. And I was literally on my knees in front of my couch and I was just praying, just praying to the universe, spirit, source, soul, God, Buddha, just, you know, whatever higher power, um, please, please, please just take me out of this. I, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot live this life that just feels like consistent struggle, that everything I do just seems to take so much energy and produce so little in terms of my own sense of self and peace and harmony and prosperity. And from that moment on my knees, I, I heard something that was extremely profound. And it was like this voice that was speaking to me in my left ear. And it just said very clearly, but very gently, love yourself. And I realized right in that moment that that was my key to change, and that I could really create what I wanted to create for myself in my life, starting first with my own sense of value and greatness, and exactly what you were sharing from Marianne uh, in your reading at the beginning of this show, that I was not doing anyone any favors by stepping back over-giving to the point of creating exhaustion for myself and not really feeling like I deserve to receive in return. And right then and there, that, uh, literally everything changed. And I started showing up in my life and my business in a whole new way, really came to understand the power of partnering source energy with all of the practical pieces that it takes to really um, successfully be in business for yourself and that's when things really took off, and people started getting in touch, wanted to know what I was doing um, to be able to be successful in business. And from there was born what is now energy-rich coaching, which really is a step-by-step -step system and path to partnering with higher source energy with real practical marketing how-tos so that you can be available to prosper 
all with the intention and purpose of really better serving the world. And I would say that's what brought me to be here with you on your radio show today. Excellent. Excellent. That's quite a journey. Yeah, it's it's funny when you talk about your down on your knees moment, which I don't mean that that was a funny moment, but um, there was this uh, comment I heard Michael Beckwith make one time, and it, it, it was so poignant. And he said, you know, people will come to him and go, you know, Michael, you know, God or the universe or whatever that higher power spoke to me today. And he'll look at him and he goes, no, they didn't. You, you listened. Because it's always speaking to you. Yeah. It's are we open to that guidance? Are we open to that? And and much like you said, it was it took a dramatic moment in your life to be vulnerable enough to listen to that guidance. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree with that 110%. Yeah. And I have a friend that calls it the big stick theory. And the universe will hit you, keep hitting you with sticks until it gets to a big enough one that you listen. Yeah. And yep. some people it takes literally a car wreck, an illness, a death, whatever it is. And other people just listen to the little sticks and don't have to get beat up so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we all have different different experiences around that as to what's in the way of us hearing that. And what fascinates me, and it, it makes me laugh every time it happens for me, is when you whatever stick it is that wakes you up, when that happens, instantly you remember all the other sticks. Mm-hmm. It's like when you finally end a relationship that wasn't working, and instantly you're like, there were 753 red flags. How did I blow by them all? Very true. And they very, become conscious. You're like, I knew it the whole time. I wasn't yeah. willing to listen. Very true. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the way you said that. Well, I think the thing that's that's interesting, I mean, when we talk about being considerably huge, which is, you know, a, a principle behind a lot of your work, is, to me anyhow, in my experience, especially in working with that principle as you teach it, what's, what's daunting to me was the aspect of, you know, it could be something nobody's ever done before that you're getting guidance to do, or you just aren't familiar with it, or you have no training in it, or what have you. And I'm just kind of curious, how have you found um, what really helps people to open up so they can embrace that that's not just pie-in-the-sky crazy dream, but that's that's them? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a, a great question. I think the most important part of what you just shared is that you know, in Energy Rich and in the Energy Rich Entrepreneur Success System, being considerably huge really truly is a principle. It's a principle of teaching, and as everything that uh, we teach and coach on in Energy Rich it really came from my own experience. And again, directly connects back to uh, the reading that you shared from Marianne. And I remember for myself for so long, I really struggled with the idea of just being told to stop playing small. I couldn't understand that. Um, and probably part of it is because, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a recovering, what I call, get-it-done gal, you know? <laughs> Obviously, from my story, <laughs> I, would, I could, like, I could get something done. You know, tell me what to do, and I would do it, but it came at a high price. So I didn't understand how to stop playing small. To me, that meant just more exhaustion and more overdoing without a lot of replenishment or renourishment. And 
so when it came to this shift in my business, uh, I started understanding that it, it's not just about what you do in your business and your life. It's who you choose to be and the way with which you choose to be, which is all about the energy that you bring to everything that you do. So being considerably huge is about the way in which you approach everything in your life uh, and in your business. So let me put it this way. I came to understand that so often what keeps people from moving forward to that next step in their business or that next level is this all or nothing. Um, it, you know, it's, it's a bit of what I've, I've come to call the all or, or nothing myth is that, you know, exactly that. Either you're on TV with your national, you know, or international Oprah Winfrey talk show, <laughs> you know, or you and just she's might retired, well, so there's an opening. Yeah, right. There's an opening. Um, <laughs> so you're either that or you might as well just close shop because you're, you're not doing or making enough in your business. And so this all or nothing and this huge, huge gap is, again, what so often keeps people from actually moving forward. And it really taps into that underlying sense of lack of worth that so many of us just bring with us throughout our lives. And if we're bringing it with us throughout our lives, we're bringing it into our business. So being considerably huge is about how can, what does being considerably huge mean for you with where you are right now? Maybe it's sending, you know, one incredible, I wouldn't even say incredible, maybe it's just sending out an email to start to build an online community. Maybe it's being willing to show up at a networking event. Maybe it's picking up the phone and uttering the apology that you've been wanting to share with someone who's important in your life right now. Maybe it's holding the door open for someone when you go to the mall. Whatever it might be, it's something for each and every one of us. And if we stop long enough to be silent and listen to go back to that being willing to hear the guidance, you'll be shown what your next step of being considerably huge is about. And it stretches you, but it's not about that only big, flashy national television show or whatever, again, that outside external appearance or definition of being considerably huge. That doesn't mean that you'll find yourself there if that's what you want, desire, or meant to. But again, it's not about all or nothing. It's really about how can you be in that considerably huge energy uh, as best as possible every single day. And we're human, so there's going to be moments when we're not. But if you set that as a guiding principle, you'll be amazed at how much more quickly you get to where you say you want to go. If you really have a desire and you choose to show up considerably huge, you'll be face-to-face with that desire, or I should say hand-in-hand with that desire, a lot more quickly than if you're operating from all or nothing. 
well said. <laughs> that that's so true, and I, I I run into it in my own life and see it with the folks that I work with. Where, as as my friend Michael Tamura likes to say, we focus on getting to the finish, but the trick is getting to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we go. Well, I, I'm not at the end, so I must be bad. I, I suck. And it's like, right. no, you haven't started yet. Mm-hmm. You just haven't yeah. started. Yeah. It's the first step. You know, yeah. the first time you hit the baseball, you didn't hit a home run. Always. You were lucky you hit it, and it dribbled off the little T stand, and and you know you ran like crazy. That that was it. It wasn't a home run. You weren't the world's greatest the first day. Always. And nobody is. Always, but it's amazing the way the ego mind will work. And it mm-hmm. will go into comparison and say, oh, but look what so-and-so's doing or so-and-so. I could never do that. Um, but you're supposed to walk your own path in your own way, and you've got to take that first step. And, again, if you can take that step, and it's always the first step, because it's always the first step every day that you choose to, to get up and to move towards your desired goal. And if you choose to take that step from the intention and energy of being considerably huge, like I said, you'll get there so much more quickly. Absolutely. Well, Heather, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, If you just tuned in, you are listening to Finding You in the Goo radio show. My name is Ken Bechtel, and I am your host. My guest is Heather Dominic, and uh, our topic today is being considerably huge. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a couple minutes, and we'll continue right down this path. All right, talk to you soon. Do you have an event coming up? And are you reaching out to every possible person that might benefit from your event? Oh, of course, you have it up on your website, and I'm sure you've been putting flyers around town, not to mention having your friends tell everyone about it. But what if you could get the word out for very little out-of-pocket expense? Hmm, what I'm about to tell you is no secret and could really boost your attendance. No matter if you're in Seattle, Washington, or Washington, D.C., London, England, or Tokyo, Japan, Contact Talk Radio reaches everyone in the world. It's a fact. We have listeners all over. If this is something that you might like to check out and get your local event posted on our website and more, go to contacttalkradio.com. Click on the upcoming events and find out more about this really cool opportunity. Again, go to contacttalkradio.com and click on upcoming events. Did you know that you can rate this show on iTunes? The show you're listening to right now. It's true. You can leave your thoughts about the show, the topic, the guest. You can even leave a suggestion. Then, before you leave, rate the show. The hosts love hearing from you, so next time you download this show from iTunes, leave your thoughts and rate the show for the host and for others. Welcome back. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Finding You in the Goo radio program. My name is Ken Bechtel. I'm your host, and we're here with Heather Dominic. And our topic today is being considerably huge. And Heather, we were just talking about a lot of times one of the things that holds people back is they see the, the end vision, and unless they're already there, they think they can't get there. They're, they're stuck 
getting started. And I've got a quick quote I'd like to read because it, it, it's always inspired me to get over that <laughs> that uh, issue. And it's, it's from a gentleman named Henry Link. Uh, and it, the way it goes is, while one person hesitates because he feels inferior, the other person is busy making mistakes and becoming superior. And for me, that says it all because it's so easy to go, well, I haven't done it yet. How do I know what to do? When the reality is, Nobody does until they do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and what I love about that quote is the mistake part. Because so often what will keep folks from moving forward, and especially when it comes to uh, building a business, starting, starting a practice, is that fear of mistakes. You know, for whatever different reason, you know, each one of us has, like, oh, well, I don't want to look like a fool. Um, Well, this probably won't work out. I don't have it all together yet. Um, You know, what if so-and-so in my life finds out about this? You know, my mother's going (laughs) to tell me that she she was right, and I'm I'm never going to be able to succeed at it. And all of the reasons, which are really, truly unknown, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Not that any of it can be proven as true. Um, all of those excuses keep you from moving forward, all from the fear of making a mistake. But the only way you can ever do it, whatever it is, whether it's something you know for being in business for yourself or something in your life, is to actually be in it, to be willing to be in it. But you know, again, the ego mind will want it all figured out. It'll want yeah. every single step on the you know, on the map, totally, you know, set in stone, guaranteed your quote-unquote safety, um, but that that just isn't true. The only way that you can ever really make the journey is to actually get in the car. So, um, and, and, you know, and, and to have that fear of mistake to stop you from ever putting your foot on the gas, you'll just find yourself gas break, gas break, gas break, gas break, and then you'll be like, why am I still here? Why am I right where I started? And so it's really just about, again, being willing to be in the experience. Yeah, 
as you were talking about taking the journey and getting in the car, it reminded me of a rather unique experience I had. I, I actually walked from New York to Los Angeles once. Cool. <laughs> it was it was a promotional event for the Presidential Council on Fitness, the thing we do in grade school where you do the little shuttle run and all that stuff. It was their 50th anniversary, so they had a group of us talking to school groups and walking across the country. And it just reminded me that at the beginning of the trip in New York, everybody was waiting for our you know guides and, and the people that were coordinating this to do everything. And, mm. oh, well, they told us we have to walk this time and do it this way and follow this, whatever. And there was all this turmoil and people were like, well, that's silly. This doesn't work for me. But by the end, we just did what we needed to do. And we realized, well, nobody else can take me where I need to go. And yeah, they've set the route and, and you know created that that space for us to do this. But ultimately, we realized, hey, this group of people likes to start really early so it doesn't get too hot, and other people walk at a slightly different pace. And you know all these different things where you found your individual uh, flow to it. And the other part of it was there was a group of twelve of us, and we'd always walk in in pairs for for safety. And you'd find different pairs that's like, oh yeah, I like that too. So then you'd match up and they were your support vehicle for that as opposed mm -hmm. to going, oh no, everybody has to walk like John walks mm -hmm. or everybody has to walk like Ken walks. And it wasn't the case. And it was really quite a metaphor for you know the choices we make and, and who do we want to align with. And we're not required to do it a certain way once we pay attention to what works for us. Absolutely, absolutely, that's awesome. What a fantastic experience, um, and and what a great story and a great a great way of sharing that. And it really makes me think of you know another one of the guiding principles in Energy Rich, and that we really share at the start of our programs is to encourage you know each and every member to begin to engage in the question, how can I? How can I? So that's what I'm hearing as you're sharing that story. Well, how can I walk from New York to Los Angeles? rather than all the reasons why you can't, right? Or I can't do this because I have to get up too early or I have to get up later or I have to walk with so-and-so. And so interesting how often that's where we put our energy into all of the reasons why we can't rather than to ask the question continuously, how can I? And as you ask that question, you will be guided to those partners that you're aligned with. You will be guided to those people who are meant to walk your pace or maybe to meant to bring you along a little bit more quickly or show you a detour that perhaps you wouldn't have seen on your own, but to, again, continuously engage in that question, how can I? And that question in itself will lead you into the continuous um, energy of being considerably huge as well. Because you can just feel the difference, right? Just even when you ask those questions of how can I versus the energy of, well, this is why I can't. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because it was reminding me more of the, it got to such a point where we're, everybody was just believing they had to depend on these folks that were running it and, and you know, resisting it and, and fighting this whole thing that, I can't remember if we were in New Mexico or Arizona, we literally had like the mutiny meeting in the lobby of a hotel of are we going to quit and just tell them we're not walking because all these things don't work. And of course, everybody had different issues, but we were ready to just like, we're just going to, if we don't walk, there's no event. We're shutting this thing down. And as it turned out, everybody's like, that's not an answer. And we all just took ownership of it and mm -hmm. did what we needed to do at that point. And yeah. it was really funny because it was like, oh, 
yeah, first of all, all of us aren't going to be doing the same thing or have the same issues. So if I tell them I want to quit for this reason and somebody else is another one, then we're like, well, well I don't want to quit for your reason. I'm going to quit for mine. And then we're like, wait, we don't. We, we don't need to quit at all. We just need to do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. It's great. I also, what I love about that is that you'd made it all the way to Arizona or New Mexico. You crossed the halfway point and still the ego mind's like, let's talk about quitting. <laughs> and that's so yeah. poignant because that's so often the case. You know, it's like so many times, like you're just right there. Like you've almost gotten to the place where you've honed your skills to really sign on your first client. And it can be such a threat, you know? It's like you focus on the, the little bits of like, well, here we are in New Mexico and Arizona, and it's still not how I want it to be. So let me take myself out rather than, okay, how can I stay with it so that I can break through? And, you know, and make it to the coast of California. That's an awesome story, Ken. I so appreciate that. Yeah, it's, well, you know, life shows us all the things we need to know as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. And uh, it's just, you know, paying attention. Sometimes we only see it in hindsight, but hopefully we see it one way or another. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, I mean, your your work and your, your program is called Energy Rich, and I'm just curious where that came from. Because, I mean, having been in the program, obviously, I, I understand the principle behind it, but maybe the rest of our audience can get a better sense of what you mean by that and where that developed. Sure, absolutely. It's a great question. So um, the brand, Energy Rich, uh, which is now a registered trademark, actually came to me in a dream. I literally woke up one morning and I just saw the word and energy rich and in the the way that um, we share and use it is just all one word and it was just blazoned across my mind and I had no idea what it meant. I just (laughs) felt that it was important and I wrote it down and um, and it really came to me. um, I would probably say at the beginning of what was really uh, a bit of a, a turmoil and identity crisis in my business because, as I had mentioned, my first business was as a nutrition and wellness coach. But as I really delved into the principles that are now, um, again, the foundation of energy-rich coaching, other people wanted to know what I was doing. So I would share because I'm always happy to share. And then it was like I was being pulled in two different directions. I had my clients that I was serving in the nutrition and wellness area, and then I had other folks who wanted me, had literally asked me to coach them in their business. And it's interesting because it's it's a bit of what we've been talking about already. I was caught by these defining self-imposed rules. And I was like, but I started a nutrition and wellness business. Like, that's what I have to do. (laughs) And I realized more and more that I was actually being called to something bigger, something greater. So I really lived my way into energy rich. It was like it came to me in a dream, and and I grew into it. Um, I had to, it was almost like, my soul knew, and my body needed to catch up. My body and my mind needed to catch up. And so once I was fully ready to embrace everything that Energy Rich is, 
it really, um, I learned and came to understand that it, it really is about the, the way that you partner with source energy and the way that you bring or the energy that you bring to everything that you create in your business, as we've been talking about on this radio show already, leads you into greater riches more quickly. External riches in the terms of money and clients and and those um, ways in which we are able to be replenished and resupplied and the ways in which we're able to actually be in service um, through our clients. And through that and the energy that you bring, be able to experience all of that from a greater sense of internal energetic and spiritual richness as well. So that is really the birth of of energy rich and it's just been growing and expanding ever since that is great that's such a great story and you know it's it's interesting too because i mean like you had your down your knees moment then you had your dream and uh you know it wasn't like the timeline of some movie it wasn't sequential or anything but i mean all these things happen and I think a lot of times people, all they hear about are the, what I call the meltdown moments, those mm-hmm. big dramatic ahas, and they go, I don't have those. And then they think, well, then it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I have this idea, it just kind of was casual, no big deal. I didn't, you know, it wasn't this epiphany, it wasn't this big dramatic, you know, the, the heavens open and harps were played by angels or anything like that. It was just like, oh, I had this thought. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of this idea that it's got to be this big, huge thing, this dramatic event that happens to get your attention. And I think it's really important for people to realize all those little inspirations are just as valuable. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. goes back to that listening that you were talking about. And I always say that the universe actually speaks to us in very subtle ways, speaks to us in very subtle ways, and it is an act and a practice of opening up to listen, and then be willing to hear, and then be willing to act. And that's usually where folks will trip up, somewhere along those lines. Either they're not listening, or they listen, but then they don't hear. They're like, no, that doesn't mean anything, right? Because I could have done that. I could have been like, energy sure. rich, like, whatever, what's that, you know? Nothing. <laughs> you know, and we'd be in a totally different place not having this conversation right now. And, uh, and then to act. And even though I didn't know what that meant, I knew that it was important. I could feel it. And then I was so willing to just be, you know, again, on that journey, right, walking my way to California to discover what it was that I was meant to be moving my way into. But, again, so often because we get caught in that all or nothing, that's what leads, you know, leads us to not be willing to listen to hear and then to act. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We're going to take another quick break, and then okay. we're going to come back. And uh, there's a couple of things that you mentioned that I want to touch on as we move forward, and then I want to talk a little bit more about your work and how that has shown up in the world. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is Ken Bechtel finding you in the Goo Radio program. And my guest is Heather Dominic. We're talking about being considerably huge. It takes a safe one 
Predictable when every moment's like the last one. Everything, even slightly, barely scary, is locked away. It's the kind of life where your engine's never gone in. Sitting tight, I know your heart is hardly running. Nobody better be messing with the schedule for your usual day. Then there's the kind of life where your pot of gold may never come, where your dream's so big it's never done. Where your work feels less like work than fun Tell you what I want That one, that one I want that one, that one Yeah, kill the kind of life where wrong is sometimes right And black is sometimes white as well I want that one, that one Oh yeah, that one, that one I will fail and I'll succeed I'll laugh and I'll bleed Every day's a mystery and time at me, go in a million different directions, messy me, call it perfect imperfection, don't bother asking me where I'm headed cause I really don't know, no, no, crazy me, today I may become a rock star, then again, it would be cool to drive a NASCAR, tomorrow I might decide to wrestle crocodiles for Nat Geo, you don't need to say that my particle may never come, I know my dream's so big it's never done But if my life can be never-ending fun Tell you what I want That one, that one I want that one, that one Yeah, give me the kind of life Where wrong is sometimes right And black is sometimes white as well I want that one, that one Oh yeah, that one, that one I will fail and I'll succeed I'll Welcome back. This is Ken Bechtel, your host here with Finding You in the Goo Radio. I'm with my guest, Heather Dominic, and our topic is being considerably huge. And, you know, actually the, the gentleman whose song you just heard uh, is Daniel Namot, and he's an amazing uh, singer-songwriter and has definitely stepped into his greatness. Uh, and you can find out more about Daniel and his journey at Daniel Namod, that's N-A-H-M-O-D.com find his music there and so on but if you don't remember that just go to my website click on the radio tab and there's a link directly to his website there so you can find his music or more about his story definitely check him out he'll be on the show in a few weeks but back to our topic today which is being considerably huge and heather and i were talking on the break about something she said earlier which was she knew that her soul knew what the energy rich name meant but her body and her mind really needed to catch up. And it's something that, that I've found is very important to recognize in, in the work I do is energy as we shift it, and as we know, everything is energy. So when we're working with something and there's a transition or transformation happening, energy happens and it shifts instantly. It has no limitations of time or space. But our body does. Our mind has a limitation of time, of that physical aspect and so a lot of times we can shift through a whole bunch of energy and our body is just like whoa hello hey bring me along and so we've got to really pay attention when we're getting those signals that we're just like whoa i've been going so fast i need to rest i need to take a break even though it may not be your nature normally or it may not be something you think is the right thing to do right now you've got to support you as a physical being as you're doing these shifts energetically and 
Heather, when you, when you work with your uh, members of your, your boot camp, like I was in, or, or your other programs, how do you help folks with that transition? Because, I mean, we went through a lot of energy in that boot camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It is quite incredible. Um, the energy that is uh, created in ener- in each Energy Rich Business Boot Camp. So for myself and my experience and then what we, we teach in Energy Rich to help with that shift is actually about being gentle and taking what I like to refer to as next baby steps. Next baby steps, not just externally, like, okay, like here's the next immediate step that I'm going to... Uh, take in terms of an outer action, but also next immediate baby steps internally. Again, we go back to that all or nothing, and that's what really uh, catches people. And it catches people inward just as much as outward. And that comes to the thoughts and, and that we think and the beliefs that we hold. So, so often we're like, okay, well, here I am. Here's my current quote-unquote reality. I look around, and these are the things that I, I quote-unquote, have or don't have, right? I don't have any clients. I don't have any income coming in. Um, I, I don't have any way of connecting with people. So what I want is, and then we give this huge astronomical new <laughs> reality. What I want is, I hear this all the time, trust me, I want to be generating six figures through my business and I want to have this many clients and I want to be doing this group program and then what your mind does it goes whoa you know how can that be possible so then you rubber band right back to where you are and go well look look at what's around me it can't be possible so what we do in our programs is we look at creating a next baby step belief And so we have lots of different energy management tools, lots of different energy-rich tools that support this in being able to be possible. Because I know this is what I need to go through myself. You know, when I was really first making this transformation, you know, I would hear people say things like, well, you know, you got to stay positive and think positive. And I've pretty much considered myself a positive person, but I thought if someone said that to me one more time, I was just going to punch him in the face. I was like, <laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about? Stay positive. Like, I need to pay my rent, you know? And yeah. so what I learned is that it's about creating that shift, using tools that can help you to stay on track, to really create the shift of the beliefs in a way that's trackable and it's identifiable so you can see it changing. Just like if you go to the gym, right? You can't go to the gym one day and transform your body. But if you go to the gym 30 days, you will feel and experience a different result. And it's the same thing internally. So as you make those next baby step belief shifts with your beliefs, with your thoughts, then your actions change, and then your outer results change. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe where I am just 30 days from where I was 30 days ago. But if you had tried to make that internal leap in your mind back in day one, your mind would have told you, no way, you can't do it. So it's really about step-by-step, really being able to track those beliefs, and that's what allows the body to catch up with the energy. You know, because really, truly, when it comes to manifestation, 
the physical is just the last level of manifestation. So if you have a thought, it is. But the body does need to catch up. So the key is how can you keep your attention and energy focused on that initial thought? And the key to that, keeping that focus, is that step-by-step. And then you're there. And you're there, again, so much more quickly than if you just keep fighting yourself over, quote-unquote, what's reality and, quote-unquote, what you desire. Does that make sense? Absolutely does. I, I love your analogy about going to the gym. And uh, it reminds me, I had a, a, a friend of mine who was running a gym, and he required everybody when they joined that he would measure their arms and their, you know, all their measurements so that they could see where their baseline was. And then he would measure them every month. And he was really strict about this. You had to get your measurements done. Mm-hmm. And he said the most frustrating thing in his world was scales because people would go get on the scale and they'd be like, oh, I'm gaining weight. And he'd be like, but you've lost two inches on your waist. Mm, Muscle is denser than fat. Mm -hmm. You're going to gain weight when you get in shape. Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. like, but they'll go, nope, I want to lose 10 pounds. And so they quit. Yeah, right. So again, you have that narrow definition, right, of the only way that it must look. Um, But the universe has so much more in, in store for you. Uh, and it really is about staying the course. You know, so often in our programs, you know, I'll encourage uh, folks who are really looking to create a major breakthrough to really stay with one of our major belief transformation tools for at least 30 days. And then wouldn't you know it if I hear from somebody by day 14 and they're like, oh, but all this stuff isn't happening. And I'll check in, well, you're doing the, you're using the tool. Oh, no, I stopped. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, well, you know, it just didn't, I got distracted or I started doing this and everything. Well, what do you want? You got to stay with it. What do you want? Come up with that answer. And then you ask, so how can I? And to stay the course and be willing to, if you really want it and you want it so much, then you'll stay with it. You'll need accountability. You'll need support. That's so much of what our program provides. But you got to stay the course. And to be willing to just do that step-by-step and then, you know, just like your friend sounds like you really created that accountability in that frame when it came to the gym to counteract all of the ways that the mind will tell you no. Yes, that's correct. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're filling them up today, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Heather, we're getting towards the top of the hour. So, I'm just wondering any closing remarks or, or maybe even give an idea of who really is your ideal client that you work with with energy rich programs? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, so, I'll, let me just speak to you know who we serve through energy rich and, and then a little bit in terms of you know closing and, mm-hmm. and thoughts for, for listeners to take with them. From, from this radio program today. So in Energy Rich, first and foremost, that we're really here to serve those who have a passion and really want to create a difference um, in the world, whether that's your immediate community or the greater world at large. You want to make a difference in the world by serving through your passion. And you're also ready to receive in return. So you're ready to step into that higher version of yourself. 
you're ready to serve the highest good of all through your business. And what I always say is that that highest good of all includes you and your business. So you're here to make a difference and you're here to step into your full worth so that you can continue to replenish. You can receive that generous income and then you can, from that place of prosperity, really continue to go out and to make a difference for those whose lives you are meant to touch. So this tends to be those who are in the uh, healing arts. It also tends to be those who are called to uh, the world uh, as a coach and those who are just what I like to refer to as heart-centered entrepreneurs. Um, You recognize the value of being in a prosperous business, but again, you also really desire to really make a difference through your prosperous business. And that's really who we at Energy Rich Coaching are are here to serve and are blessed to uh, continuously be able to serve. Great. Well, Heather, we're running short on time because we've got less than a minute. So let's do this. Can we do those next steps and we'll post them on the radio show website? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do that. And that way we can make sure they can touch in with that information. So anybody listening, go to findingyouinthegoo.com forward slash radio. And later today, we'll have those next steps Heather was talking about of what you can do right now. And Heather, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been such a treat. Awesome. It's been so great and such a joy to be here. So thank you so much for the invitation, Ken. You're very welcome. And for all of you listening, I hope you've enjoyed it. And I remind you, join us again next week, 8 a.m. Pacific time. My guest is going to be one of my vocal coaches. I've mentioned that I sing. Her name is Divi Nelson, and she promotes herself as a singer, songwriter, vocal facilitator. But trust me, this woman is way more than that. Her topic is going to be the role of vocal transformation in total transformation, and you don't want to miss it. All right, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thank you for listening to Finding You in the Goo with your host, Ken Bechtel. To contact Ken or download this show, go to findingyouinthegoo.com forward slash radio. That's findingyouinthegoo.com forward slash radio. And while you're there, sign up to receive updates on future guests and pick up your free Goo Remover Starter Kit to support you in getting out of the goo. Join us again next week at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. And remember, your life is up to you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.